0: Hello, good morning, this is Rick Pina and I'm bringing you today's word for May 28th 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word, with the Word of God. Why am I teaching about leveling up? Well, because I believe that this is a season for us to do just that. I believe that in this season, God has declared new levels, where where God is announcing from heaven that it is a season of new levels for us. He wants us to level up in every area, facet, and aspect of our lives. And for us to level up, one of the good ways to do it is to do it with the Word of God, to go back to the Word, to meditate and medicate on God's Word day and night. To get an image of what God is saying, what God has already said, what God is declaring, what God has already decreed. We read God's word. We're changed by God's word. The word of God changes us on the inside. We become what we behold. We are beholding God's word like a mirror. And the more we behold it, the more we meditate and medicate on it, the more we become what we behold. We are leveling up with the word. So that said, uh, I am ready for the word this morning. I've been teaching a series uh, entitled leveling up with the word from the parable of the sower. And so we've been walking our way through this parable. I trust that you've been enjoying it and uh, we're going to continue to do so on this morning. The title of today's message is, and this is a very simple message, and I really love w- the way that God gives me the word and I can break it down in, in very simple terms. And really sometimes the most powerful messages are the most simple ones because it's the ones that we can understand and apply. Uh, so here's a very simple message, but I also believe it's going to be very powerful. The title of today's message is change change happens inside first change happens inside first if you want to change you want to grow you want to develop you want to make progress well all of that happens on the inside first you will never see it on the outside until it happens on the inside let's talk about it so parable of the sword, Mark chapter four, verses 13 through 20. Jesus said, the farmer is like someone who takes God's word like a seed and plants it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the seed falls along the path and those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand it, Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that, that quickly and gladly accept the word. They high five their neighbor. They talk about it on Facebook and all of that, but they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. They keep it only for a short time. As soon as trouble comes or persecution comes for the word's sake, they are quick to give up. Now, other people are like the seed that's, that's, uh, I'm sorry, like the ground that has thorny weeds. This is what we're studying right now. The thorny weeds. Now, these are the people that hear the teaching, but Their lives become full of other things. They just got way too much stuff going on. They have other priorities. They're not thinking about God. They're not thinking about his word. They may think about it on Sunday when they're in church, but that's about all they do. And so so their lives have become full of other things. Jesus said, like the cares of this world, the love of money, everything else they want. They have selfish desires. And these other things are like weeds that grow up and choke out the word and it stops the word from working. And then other people are like, seed that's planted on good ground. And now the good ground produces a harvest, sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, sometimes a hundred times more. And you and I, we're going after a hundred fold. We want the word to be maximized in, with, and through our lives. So I've been focusing in on the line, the worries of this life or the cares of this world. And uh, I want to continue to flow uh, in that same vein. So what does this mean for you today? What does this mean for you today? I have uh, three things. Uh, to share with you on this morning. Let me get into these three things and I believe they're going to be a blessing to you. All right. So three things, this is where I need you to, to re- rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Three things. Number one, here we go. So very simply what you feed the most matters. So if Jesus is painting a picture of seed and weeds growing in the same heart, the, your heart is soil. And in the soil of your heart, there is seed, God's word, but there are weeds, the cares of this world, the love of money, everything else you want. Well, then whatever you feed the most is gonna matter. So Jesus is giving us this picture and he's looking for results. He's looking into our heart and he's looking for results. The reason why the sower goes forth to sow, the reason why God sends people like me to sow the word down in your heart is because the Lord is looking for results. He's looking, he provided the same, the same sower. He provided the same seed to four different types of soil and got four different types of results because the, the only variable was the soil. It wasn't the sower. It wasn't the seed. God is looking for results from our lives. And and basically what Jesus is doing here is painting a picture is that, if you, in the case of the, the thorny ground, the the weeds are fed more than the seed. And if you feed the weeds more than the seed, then, this, then the weeds are going to grow up and choke out the power of the word. Let me say it this way. Your mind is always working, right? You're always thinking about something. So if you give your attention, and this is another thing too, I've taught you this before, give your attention to God. Don't make God have to get your attention, right? So I would rather just give my attention to God so that God doesn't have to get my attention. Because when God has to get my attention, then in most cases, it's not a good thing, <laughs> right? You know, I, I don't like those situations. So so like where, where I have to be like, oh, snap, I'm sorry, God. What did you say? No, no, no. I would rather give my attention to God. So let's go back to it. your mind is always working. So your mind is always working, is always thinking about something, which is why Psalms 1, which is why Joshua 1 and 8, the Bible is telling us to meditate on God's word day and night, which is why Deuteronomy said, listen, take the word of God, put it in front of your kids' eyes, put it on the doorpost, like put it in their room. When they wake up, they should see the word. When they're going to school, they should see the word. Keep the word in the forefront of your eyes, in the forefront of your mind. Meditate on the word of God day and night and night. Why? Because the more you do that, the more you're feeding your heart, the more you're feeding the seed and you're choking out the weeds. But if you feed the weeds more than you feed the seed, then no, that's a bad thing. How do you feed the weeds? Cares of this world, love of money, everything else you want, selfish desires. How do you feed the weeds? CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, you're meditating on the cares of this world, the worries of this life. Now, I'm not saying be disconnected from the world. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that you can't feed yourself garbage. Remember, garbage in, garbage out. You can't feed yourself mess and then think that that's not going to impact you on the inside. Oh, it's going to impact you on the inside. You get to choose what thoughts you meditate on. You get to choose what you feed your heart. Remember, for it to get down in your heart, it has to come through your eyes, come through your ears. So, your eyes are a gate, whatever comes through your eyes gets down in your heart. Whatever comes through your ears gets down in your heart. You need to check what you're watching. You need to check what you're listening to. If you feed yourself on thoughts from Satan, or if you feed yourself on selfish desires, you are feeding the weeds. And if you feed the weeds, the weeds are going to grow up and choke out the seed and it's not going to produce a harvest. I mean, this is super simple, but it's super important so what thoughts are you feeding the most that's the question for today what thoughts are you feeding the most let me give you the answer don't feed the weeds you got to have to you, you got to make a decision right now on this friday morning i am not i am gonna stop feeding the weeds <clears throat> i'm gonna stop feeding myself with thoughts that are not good or pure or perfect or honest or just or lovely If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, that's Philippians 4 and 8. I'm going to think on those things. I'm going to stop thinking about things that are not helping me. I'm going to stop meditating and medicating on thoughts that are not building me up. These are thoughts that are tearing me down. And so if you feed yourself on the word of God and meditate on the word of God day and night, you're going to feed your faith and starve your doubts. Say amen to that. What are you feeding the most? This is super simple. All right. Number two you can avoid self-inflicted wounds, setbacks and delays. self-inflicted. Some people have self-inflicted wounds, setbacks and delays. Now, I've done a lot a lot of teaching about God versus Satan I've done a lot of teaching about the fact that God wants your heart. Satan wants your heart, right? I've done a lot of teaching about the fact that God wants you to believe what God, what he believes about you. Satan wants you to believe what he believes about you. And both of them are trying to convince you. Like, so God is trying to say, no, I want you to believe what I believe about you. And Satan is like, no, you better believe what I believe. You know, so so like they're both after your heart. It's God versus Satan. I've done a lot of teaching on that. But from this parable, from this soil, let me just take a moment to talk about not God versus Satan. But God versus you, God versus you. When you allow the cares of this world, the worries of this life, the love of money and selfish desires, you have desires that you're pursuing that can, that originated in your heart and not God's heart, right? So now you have selfish desires, the cares of this world and the love of money. And your, your life is all about money. It's not about God. Now your humanity, your, this is not Satan. Stop blatant. Don't blame Satan for this one that's you. It's not God versus Satan. In this case, it's God versus you. Your humanity is actually producing weeds that are choking out your divinity. Let me say that again. You are. If you're born again, you're walking around with God on the inside of you. If you're born again, you're taking God into every meeting, every conversation, all the activity you engage in, you are taking God into every Zoom call. You are walking around with God on the inside of you. But when you meditate on the cares of this world, the love of money, everything else you want, selfish desires, then your humanity is actually choking out your divinity. Your humanity is stopping God from working in your life And you can't blame Satan for that one. That's all on you. In the military, we would call that a self-inflicted wound. My point is that you already have enough to deal with, with this world. You already have enough to deal with, with Satan. Don't add to the problems by by stacking up stuff on your own. Don't bring problems upon yourself by meditating and medicating on the wrong things. You you have to choose to, to focus on the cares of this world. You have to choose to give your attention to things that don't matter. And if you choose to give your attention to things that don't matter, you choose to give your attention to things that are tearing you down and not building you up then you are doing this to yourself. You're causing setbacks. You're causing delays. You're you're destroying yourself from the inside. Your life will be much easier when you simply die to sin, die to self, die to selfishness, so you can give God the priority that he deserves. Give God and his word the space that they need to work in your life. Say amen to that. Stop hurting yourself by meditating on the wrong things. Don't feed the weeds. All right, number three, and finally, I'm going to release you into this Memorial Day weekend with this last point. Number three, God has to work in you before he can work through you, all right? So the goal is for God to work through us. For The goal is for us to be a conduit of God, God's love, God's light, God's grace, God's power on this planet. But for God to work through you, he has to work in you first. Let's talk about it. The things of God always manifest on the inside. Well, before they happen on the outside, right? This is important. This is why this parable is important. This thing has to happen on the inside. God is sowing seed into your heart. Why? Because he needs you to believe what he believes about you. Your life is simply comes down to this. I believe what God believes about me. I am fully persuaded. I am convinced. I look in the mirror and I see Jesus. I look in the mirror and I say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. Why? Because my confidence is in him. I believe what he believes about me. I believe he made plans for me from the foundations of the world. I believe he's revealing those plans to me right now in this season. I believe God has favor and favor is going before me like a shield and opening doors for me that no man can close and closing doors for me. That no man can open. I believe that God is all over me. He is on me. And in me. And with me. And for me. I believe God... I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man. God wants to do some stuff and I'm cooperating with him so that he can operate in my life. I'm filling my heart with God's word. I'm meditating and medicating on God's word day and night. I am beholding this image of what God is painting a picture for me upon the canvas of my mind's eye. I go into my prayer closet and I see myself doing things I've never done before. Oh my God, I see myself operating in levels that I haven't operated in yet. I am beholding the glory glory of God for me. And the more that I behold it, the more that I'm changed by it. I know that it's only a matter of time before I become what I behold. All of this stuff has to happen on the inside before you're going to have, have it on the outside. If you can't, if it doesn't happen on the inside first, it's not, it's never going to happen on the outside. So God is trying to produce fruit through you, but he has to produce fruit in you first. He's trying to change you on the inside. And so when you can believe it on the inside, when you can see it on the inside, It's only a matter of time before you will experience it on the outside. But none of this is going to happen on the outside if you can't see it on the inside. If on the inside you have weeds that are growing up and choking out the seed. If if on the inside you have the cares of this world, the love of money, selfish desires, and all of this, if all you're thinking is that, then you're going to become that. And you're not going to become what God has called you to be. You're not going to become the man, the woman that God called you to be for such a time as this. I've told you many times that your legs will never take you where your mind has never been. And so your legs, your legs are not going to take you there if you, if you can't see it, if you can't see it, you can't be it. If you can't see it, you can't have it until you see it. It will never happen. It will never manifest in your life. So since you get to choose what you meditate on, since you get to choose what you medicate on, you have to give Like you have to decide right now, I'm going to give the word of God priority. I'm going to meditate and medicate on God's word day and night. I'm going to give God and his word first place. Why? Because then now I'm going to start to see myself. Faith is not what happens when you convince God. Faith is what happens when God convinces you. Faith is what happens when you become fully persuaded. Like like Paul said about Abraham in Romans chapter four, when you get fully persuaded, when you are fully convinced, you know what, God, you told me to start this business. You know what, God, you told me to marry this man. You know what, God, you told me to go down this road. You know what, God, you told me to put in this application. And I'm fully persuaded that what you have promised, you are able also to perform in my life. You know what? I'm not a self-made man. I'm not going down this road. I, I, I'm on my own. I didn't come up with this. This is not my idea. You didn't you told me to buy this house. You told me. To, matter of fact, since I'm doing what you told me to, is your will, so is your bill. I'm fully persuaded that what God has promised, He is able also to perform. I'ma do what you told me to do, and I'm gonna do it for your glory. And I'm I'm a I'm an instrument and a vessel in your hands, and nothing can stop me because nothing can stop you. And so, Father, I know that the only way I can lose is if I quit, but there's no quit in me. And so I know it's not easy. Easy. I know I'm, I'm facing challenges, but God, you can't lie. You're not a liar. It is impossible for you to lie. And you already said some stuff to me and I'm fully persuaded in what you said. And I'm convinced on the inside. And since you said it, you have to perform it. Since you declared it, you have to make it good. That's Romans. I mean, numbers 23 and 19. And so father, I'm looking at you. I'm believing in you. I'm trusting in you. You are my source. You are my center and my circumference. I mean, you are my base and my boundary. You are everything to me. I am rooted and grounded in you, God, if you don't do it, it's not going to get done. I don't know that you're calling me to do stuff. I don't know how to do, but father, if you give me the words, you perform the work, but I got to see it on the inside first. And now I'm fully persuaded. I see it on the inside. I'm not going to be moved by what happens on the outside. And since I see it on the inside, it's only a matter of time before I have it on the outside. It's only a matter of time before I see in my hands, what I've already seen in my heart. But all of this happens on the inside first change happens on the inside. That's why this parable is important. That's why we got to get the word of God down in our heart and stop, stop allowing weeds to choke out the seed. If you allow the weeds to choke out the seed, you will never get to the point where you are fully persuaded, where you are completely convinced. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to declare openly this over your life. Say, Father, This is a season of leveling up for me. I level up in 2021 by giving you and your word priority over everything else. You are working something on the inside of me. You go out of your way to sow your word down in my heart. Because you're attempting to produce fruit from my life. So I cooperate with you. I give you my attention. I refuse to focus on the cares of this world. I feed my faith. I starve my doubts. I see myself the way you see me. I believe what you believe about me. I am fully persuaded. It's only a matter of time before I have on the outside, what I already have on the inside, which is why I keep saying greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button. And put in your email address, you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I'm telling you, I am fully persuaded. This is it. Like, like, this is it. You got to get fully persuaded. You got to get completely convinced, but it's not going to happen if you're meditating and medicating on the wrong stuff. This parable is super important. This message was very simple, but it was also very powerful. I'm going to release you now into this weekend. Uh, As I do, do me a favor, leave me some comments in the chat. If this message has been a blessing to you. And then also share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. Listen, I've been teaching the Grace Life for years. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I just launched the Grace Life store, you know, some T-shirts, some hoodies, some products, some coffee mugs, all of that. And uh, I'm waiting for my stuff to come in so I can start wearing wearing my own gear. Uh, but listen, I want you to check that out. Go to thegracelife.co. ThegraceLife.co and check that out. And uh if, if you like any of the stuff and get some of it. Go into this weekend. Uh get ready to enjoy Memorial Day. Uh, but remember that uh Memorial Day, what it's all about? It's it's about honoring the fallen, uh, those who sacrifice for us. Um, greater love, the Bible says, has no man than this. Than a man would lay down his life for his friends. So I served in the U.S. Army for 25 years. A lot of us deployed and came back home. Some people didn't come back home. So let's remember them. Let's honor them. Uh, Let's pray for their families and let's celebrate God this weekend. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you not on Monday because of Memorial Day. I'll see you on Tuesday. God bless you.